Hello and welcome to This Contains Garlic. You are here with your hosts, Georgia Garlic and... Mark Garlic. And we are back for episode four. Mark is not going to use a different language to say for today, are yeah, you? Yeah, I'm very limited when it comes to <laughs> my vocabulary and other languages, unfortunately. I would say that one of my biggest regrets growing up, completely yes. off topic, was yeah. not being like bilingual. Why did my parents should have not... paid more attention? I was told lessons. I was told like not to take an extra language at school. They were like, I just don't think this girl is really capable of learning another language. Yeah. Although that is the problem with the educational system, and that's definitely not what we're talking about no. in episode four. Today we're going to be covering expectations and uh, searching for gratification externally. Yeah, so there is obviously a difference between seeking, I mean, gratification and receiving gratification for things you've done obviously well, or just, I guess, the general nice compliment. Sure. Um, but then there is the sort of dark side to seeking gratification, which I would say, and probably you would agree, um, has come very much down to the rise and popularity of using social media. Yeah, I think we a lot of people like to obviously be complimented for all the hard work that they've put into their personal progression but sometimes seeking um i guess comments or i guess when when you go through like any any kind of journey maybe you know you've lost weight or maybe you've started to build muscle or maybe you've started exercising Mm. more or something along the lines it is one of those very big conversation starters in situations for sure i think it's probably one of the easiest conversations to hold with somebody if i'm honest it always happens like whenever we're in a social uh, situation people are always talking about some form of dietary requirements or i do crossfit or i do this and what do you think about this and especially if you work in the industry and you're around people that don't work and if you lose weight or or add a bit, of, a bit of muscle mass somewhere people are always very um, there is this thing i think when you've made progress it is one of these things where you're you're likely if you've made progress in your life somewhere to feel more confident and so when you shine confidence if that's even a word if you mm. shine, yeah if you show that you're confident in something then i think more people around you it's that kind of thing manifesting you know what i, I mean think where, we also need to talk about the reality of what the actual situation is like and from judging from our experience with over a decade of experience in the industry the the sad reality is is the gratification that you're seeking from other people is very rarely found yeah well i think from the closest around you sometimes it's very rarely found and from those that don't know you it's quite easily found so the people that you most expect to kind of bat for your side rarely don't and people that generally you think probably don't put that much care or emphasis into you know your own your own personal journey actually show up to be sometimes some of the biggest supporters yeah but i also think that's really weird i think that <laughs> i think from personal experience when i lost a huge amount of weight i'll be brutally honest if you're going into the dark sides of things when you've done some kind of change like that of some degree you are going to I guess, show it off more. And I think with the use of stuff like social media and Mm -hmm. being able to upload literally every angle of yourself or your life and stuff like that, that you start to then have these relationships with people online who are just like there because you've like lost weight. It's a bit weird actually, to be quite honest with you. Um, But sometimes I find that 
it can come down to in the closest of environments you know I would say that it's quite a big statement but I'd say 70% of the people surrounded you in your close environment will not give a fuck that you've made any kind of progress. Um, Leading into into a question that I was going to ask you, um, from our experience, how many husbands, for example, boyfriends, um, have supported their wives or girlfriends' Mm. personal progress? And how many to a certain degree, not self-sabotage them, but one moment sticks out for me a lot was the, uh, when we were training uh, clients in Chelsea. Uh, oh, Georgia God, was, yeah. was training a woman and was getting fantastic results, and she then shared her training program with her boyfriend, who then, you know, thought within his own egotistical capacity <laughs> that he somehow knew more than people that were actually qualified. Oh my God. I'd actually totally forgotten about that one. I never forget things, but I do put things back and, on that. You know, a, a lot of our clients are obviously female and things like that. So how, how many times, what percentage would you put on husbands and boyfriends being supportive Okay, As so opposed to not being supportive. We might have an argument here. It won't be an argument between you, me and you, but this might be a bit controversial. I would say a lot of hus- a lot of men in general, now this is not everybody, and this is not in any way coming across like I'm being a feminist to any degree, but it is true. And from a coaching manner of, like, just because I'm a female trainer does mm. not mean I've dealt with many male clients. And I have dealt with male clients. Sometimes a lot of men prefer to have a female trainer to the male trainer. Um, but they also don't like listening, like in every sense. Exactly. And I think we've, we've kind of been brought up generation after generation. And it's changing, I'd say, a little bit now. But, well, is it really? Maybe the, the outer layer is changing, but the, you know, the depth behind it is that that men have always been like n- sort of known more Do you know what i mean they've in always been yeah, in yeah in literally a yeah. they've always had the you know not every man and what, what percentage but, of what percentage would you put the amount of supportive people especially male figures around female individuals so actually supporting their journey, their, their, their personal Minimum, journey. to be quite honest with you. I would say that actually majority of the time that I've had a female client, they actually come to me and they go like, my husband hasn't even like, they might have lost like 20 kilos exactly. in weight, which is absolutely mega. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Have made huge progress in their life, every yeah. aspect. They are smashing life to a degree, but yet their husband's like, hasn't even said you know what you or look says fantastic the completely or, opposite yeah and i think or yeah or says the complete opposite oh you need to change more or you need yeah. to do more and i think that in its own right is really fucked up like but i know many many women who deal with relationships with people where they don't really support them no. it could also be like you know we have clients to us that we you know with come to us who have relationships where potentially they feel like their partner sabotages their progress exactly on the weekends on the weekends or they're like oh you know you you know come on then let's have this or do that and that's not obviously a supportive environment but coming back to seeking gratitude i think your nearest and dearest if you are making huge progress in your life in a way you should be not seeking it because I think that you should also be very happy in your own skin mm, and be comfortable mm. in your own skin. But I think that is easier said than done. I think this whole thing of guys, like be confident in your own skin, like you are you, like all of this, 
is actually sometimes really hard to do, being brutally honest. It's just like, throwaway statements. You know, and then you go onto social media and you'll see somebody who you'll immediately compare yourself to as well. And I think that's another thing where you're like, oh wait, I've done really shit or I haven't done well enough or I need to do better or why do I not look like something, you know, that somebody mm. else. But I think a sense, sense of relationships, like you need the person that's around you the most like to be supportive of your journey because it is one of these things where if they're not it's going to be an uphill battle yeah. and sometimes change makes uh, people feel uncomfortable so you can be undergoing or wanting to undergo your own personal growth and you start making adjustments to your life and your self-care habits and sometimes people project themselves onto you in terms of not being supportive because they can see you going through positive changes and they just can't seem to pull the trigger on their own. I would throw a word in there called jealousy. There is, yes. uh, it happened with me. I'm not going to, I'm not here to just go in fucking the depths of life, but like, I would definitely say that, you know, it, there are points where people are jealous of progress that you potentially have made or potentially people don't view you. They always view you as somebody that you used to be rather yeah. than somebody that maybe you have adapted to being or mm -hmm. actually starting to live a life that you're very happy with. But people always constantly need to bring up who you used to be like or what you used to be Or bring you like. down using your own, your old self, let's, let's call it like that. Oh let's God, say that you've lost tons of so weight. You've lost loads of weight and, you, and you're looking mm. good. And then because you used to be a, a larger size or a bigger size, someone still calls you a fatty or something like that which is not that, like, not justifiable yeah i think they always you know it's like oh you well you used to do this and yeah. it's like well funny that i can't yeah, actually that was six months change. ago thanks i mean six months more like or, six it will come up there uh, are per yeah. you've got sorts of, i do i you know once I went, once I went to therapy, once I didn't go, yeah when i went went to a therapist she tried to explain like how to because I used to very much struggle when people used to be like, well, you used to do this or you were like this. And I used to be like, for fuck's sake, why do they not view me for who I am now? Like, mm. even if I'd had 15 years in an industry of working as them, help, helping thousands of people, people would still potentially view you as who you used to be. And then this therapist once told me, she said, yeah, but you've got to imagine that you've been on the, the earth for, say, X amount of years. Mm. And if somebody is around you in that close environment has also been around you for X amount of years, potentially a parent or a sibling mm. or whatever, mm. then they are going to view you for the largest period of time that they've known you, mm -hmm. which is true because if you've made change for the past five years, it still doesn't outweigh the past 30 or the past 20 or the sure. past, you know, because people remember you for those years. Yeah. And... and it is one of those things that actually kind of helped me go, okay, well, now I kind of see why people view it that way. Like, we're yeah. always stuck in the old. It's like when you move home, like, maybe when you move out as you're, when you're a child, like, when you go back to your, like, home, you know, place, nothing's ever changed. The same yeah, when you go back, and it's the always same, yeah. the same. And I think it is that kind of way of thinking as well. But I think going off of what we spoke about at the start, where we think seeking gratification has gone wrong you know it is social media yeah and especially you're seeking gratification and some form of acceptance from complete strangers yeah. and one thing that we cannot stress more and we will always touch on pretty much every single podcast i'm pretty sure is that social media 
is fake. Yeah. And like, it is basically everybody's just... highlight reel. So you, you, you're not seeing the arguments. You're not seeing the confrontation. You're not seeing the sadness. You're not seeing the jealousy. You're seeing the holidays. You're seeing the designer bags. You're, just see, you're seeing... You're seeing the nice body and the thing and the this know, and a bikini and, and a that and, a, and I'm flexing. so happy and I'm so confident and it's all charades. I think there is a lot of what we call toxic positivity on stuff like social media i think it's this whole thing that people try to be relatable no i think at the start because it used to be just a photo which was wonderful to be quite honest with you because at the end of the day it was just a photo (laughs) you didn't need to know the ins and outs but now it comes down to people uploading they've been to the gym because they've been to the gym now they need somebody to go well done with the clapping now somebody's eaten a salad like but it's also the expectation that because everybody's so toxically positive on social media that that's the way life pans out and then when you actually generally in a real life situation and you realize oh okay maybe some people aren't very nice and so toxically positive all the time and some people <laughs> say really nasty was... things but you still you know compare I mean? it like somebody asked me the why other day, isn't like, everybody so nice and sometimes my, it's just they said, oh, i had my first argument with my boyfriend like is that normal and i was like uh-huh. Yeah, like literally, I've already had like 10 this morning with Mark. Like, literally, I was like, if I didn't tell him how much of an arsehole he was on a day to day basis, we wouldn't be married. But I think it is one of these things where it is so, to a degree, going off of gratification, maybe, as I said, comparing yourself to Mm. others. When you go on something like social media, now you have every part of somebody's life that you can view. And do not get me wrong, this, like, we used to work with very, very well-known people. Yeah. And I would, big statement, but it's true, 98% of those, especially female being my clients, were heavily insecure. Like, mm. to the point where I was like, whoa, okay, like, yeah. how do you even do the job that you do? Because yeah. you're there effectively. How many times have you been emailed or messaged or whatsapp and and told to delete photos or things of oh sessions God, because sessions, I don't look oh, i've enough. got a you know a role here or that's not the right color or mark, okay nice let's background. just okay so mark used to, used to when we were obviously a little bit of a brief view we spent a lot of our time southwest london normally in the parts like chelsea and kensington training individuals and it was wonderful and those that are listening that's where our clients then hi but um <laughs> Mark did used to train a lot of well-known individuals and he got very, very good at having to be the right angle of camera. Yeah. Because if it wasn't Jesus Christ, yeah, you'd you be blocked. Do you know I mean? Like literally, you know, you've got to remember these people were doing it like a squat thrust. So that's a very good example. A squat thrust. And if it wasn't right, the squat thrust. You know, people would ask flashbacks. me to like we would do, we would have just done like some intense social like some intense strength session like really like you know compound movement stuff that's mm, legit mm, and the photo mm. would be them hanging on a bar doing some abdominal yeah, exercise they didn't even do that in the session yeah. so it was like i want to do this because it looks nice it looks good for social it looks media. good for social media and it's some fucking hanging thing they can't even do more than one rep let's just remember this and they're doing it just to take a photo because they look good in it like and sure. this is the thing and they're posting it to their followers or maybe you in the sense if you follow these individuals like 
and you're they're going great workout this morning and it's like what it's the got fuck? nothing to do with <laughs> anything that we did but it's fine it's fine like now we look like we don't do anything beneficial yeah. like great you know it was always very very particular exercises that could be shown and if if it was wrong or you potentially I don't know, like... But it's always seeking gratification always. and acceptance from other people and individuals that are literally have almost 0% impact on your day-to-day life. Like, literally zero impact. But that was when it wasn't even sharing your life via, like, stories no, and reels. Like, we're going to make a big statement here. Yeah. Like, fuck reels. Reels, TikTok. Yeah, that's a story Fuck, for why day. are we going down this route? Like, why is the world going this way? But we've just got to run with it. Like... I've never hated trying to learn off a video less. Like, I find, like, I don't go onto social media now on my own to, like, I literally, I'm sorry to say, I've followed so many people, so many things, because I just can't deal with it any longer. And I think some, a lot of people do, a lot of people ask us on our Arrow Club Instagram, actually, like, who who the fuck we are? Like, can we follow you? Like, and I'm just like, uh, do you want a Why picture of my you? dog? Like, literally, like, it's, you know, we used yeah. to post a lot of client content, but it was never really us, barring, like, our few wedding photos of me on holiday. I guess it's slightly different which... if you run a business and, and, yeah, and, so and then you have your own personal account because, you know, posting for business reasons and things like that is slightly different. You need to draw Yeah, and, and I think that, market. like, I'm very prepared to do that because we have a purpose with the Arrow Club and everything that we're building around the Arrow Club, which... Uh, sneak sneak preview we are building stuff um, building and building uh, to be able to actually really help people you know in education and free resources like worldwide ideally fingers crossed who knows anyway um, it's one of those things that our passion was to do that and I feel like I was very much prepared to do that on our social media for business Mm. but like I'm just I physically I'm just not prepared to do it on my own but when you do do those things you do get people coming out of the woodwork that you would generally never expect to congratulate you on your own personal accomplishments but you will like going back to to what we discussed is that people generally around you may not be as receptive so what do you then have to do you then have to become your own cheerleader you then have to have quantifiable goals that you can then slowly work off and achieve so that you can get your own level of self gratification and self-fulfillment yeah but as we said earlier like I feel like self-fulfillment is one of those things where like there's so many books about now and there's so many people telling you that you can be happy and like you know it just takes like one click of the fingers and you'll be this and it's like actually it's not like right now if we're being brutally honest like worldwide the world is in a real quite shitty place in every single country continent around the world the world's not doing great you know it's not and it's showing and whether or not it's actually the case or whether or not it's because we have news and media outlets which literally tell us Mm. all the time that you know this is shit that shit this isn't going to plan you know this is where self-fulfillment can be quite hard because a lot of people find fulfillment in work for example and then people are telling you now let's be honest the people that are telling you now are the ones that have shit tons of money and have either got to that because they've worked really hard or potentially they've just worked their way in out of maybe some luck some you know what they know and who they know but those people telling you like oh you know like work shouldn't be your life and you shouldn't do this like that's then giving you the counterproductive thing where it's like well 
okay, well, I would quite like to be able to afford like my lifestyle, you know what I mean? Mm. And be able to have this. And so actually I do need to put a lot of time and energy into work, but because it might not make us mentally happy, we're suddenly told that we shouldn't really be doing it. And it's the same with like everything really. I think that's where also body positivity came about. Big statement, not going to go down that route today. But like, it's the same kind of thing of those that are we always go to this, the pinnacle. It could be a pinnacle of an opinion, it could be a body, it could be a job, it could be anything. But it's always the ones at the top that are telling the ones below them that everything that they're doing is either wrong or shouldn't be done. You know what I mean? And, and that's when yeah. I think you try and find fulfillment in things and actually right now all we're doing is just trying to fix ourselves 24 7 like we're trying to like get on social media and refresh hoping for somebody to like everybody's looking for the next best um answer to everything and i feel like we've both been there we've we've both fallen uh prey to fad diets where you're like okay this is going to be the thing that turns it around for me and we've hired coaches we've done all the diets we've done all the supplements we've pretty much ticked all the all the boxes off and from our experience it just comes down to everyday application and for you to do that you need to be able to pat yourself on the back when you when you do the right thing because waiting for somebody to do that for you is going to is going to be counterproductive yeah and i think you know obviously like if we went back to something like relatives you know there are these things where if you're doing something new or you want to try and get some people involved that like most of the time they won't want to and that going back to you being your own support system is that when somebody goes like, no, I don't want to do that shit or I don't want to be part of this or, Mm -hmm. or in a way don't necessarily say it, but they action it in some way or manner. Do Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That you need to then turn around and go, okay, well I'm doing it for myself. I'm not doing it for anybody else. And that, that is one thing where it's hard because when you get something new or you are better or you've made yourself better or anything mm. like that it is that thing it's like share it fucking yeah. share it right now yeah. i need to share the fact because I'm having we've, a good time we you touched on this um we had a conversation about this so uh, outside of the podcast but georgia touched on the fact that um we've been brought up being told constantly well done or oh, there's some the level of some level of um gratification when we grow up as children when you go to the dentist when you do something someone's always telling you well done here's well a, done, like well here's done, a sticker well here's a sweetie here's a this and they're constantly yeah. rewarding which is you. which is not 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 to say that it's a bad thing no but, but there's the difference between reward in the sense of okay you've done something very very well or I guess as a child, it's like pushing past barriers, isn't mm. it? Where you're like, you feel like, oh, I've done something. Yay. Otherwise, you're going to be stood there screaming as a child, and like I, in the pram. Like This is the, like the process of self-progression is the only, one of the only things in life that requires delayed gratification. Because all the work that you put in right now, you're not going to see the immediate results. You're only going to see the results four weeks eight weeks 12 weeks down the line even longer than that most of the time like if sure. you want to be making some substantial change to yourself you need to be working on yourself literally 
all the time yeah. like you know there, so is, if there is no stop there isn't there isn't a stop to like what you should be so my, my question God. to you is if nobody let's say hypothetically no if nobody's going to clap for you what do you do well this is the thing because before i think inside of you you know like that you've done well at something potentially there are a lot of people that do as we've mentioned before like self-sabotage in some mm. way or another um normally it's because they it's an opposite i guess it's just but i guess you do there are going to be times where you really want somebody to say like you look really good mm. like or you've done really sure. well and i think you seek that from those that have always judged upon you to start off with or look down on you yeah prime example um if you don't come in my my experience as we mentioned on episode fuck three two one of one of those <laughs> one two three i brought up that i didn't come from a family that had weight issues or yeah. overweight or i didn't come from a family that strove for an unhealthier lifestyle now that's like but i did <laughs> i went the complete opposite route sure. and i think my main one of my main things was really seeking that like one of my family members would have been like okay she actually looks really good now, you know, because I'd spent so many years of people being like, she looks like shit. Like, yeah. or she's or really unhealthy or judging. And, yeah. and I still think in your brain, you're always going to have that thing where it's like, just tell me I look good. Just please tell me I look good. I've worked yeah. so fucking hard. And I think sometimes people always say, do things for you, which I am a sole believer in because at the end of the day, to, whether you've lost weight or not, like whether you're doing things to help yourself for your future, you are the only one that's going to really see full benefit of it. But, you know, if people have always, there is a thing where you want to prove a point as mm. a human. And I don't think that should be something that, like I, I spend a I've spent many of my years trying to prove a point, to be quite honest with you. But I think it could also be a personality-based, right? Yeah, if you've got like quite an addictive personality or you're constantly yeah. like, you know, that's something where I find... No, but I feel like if you're, you're coming from a place where you've been uh, very overweight, you know, and people obviously judging you the way that you look and things Fuck, like and that. And people then, judge you. And you it's do... the same on the other scale. You know, I've one of my very, very close friends, you know, she went through her really, like, anorexia as a teenager growing growing up and it's the same it's the same end of the scale you know like obesity and anorexia like as much as they are very different psychologically the same thing comes down when you're those either extremes you know the attention it brings on you as to what people think about you it's like horrific like I was, a, I mean, as I, I was, ne I was, I had a period of my teenage years that I was in shape. It's because I had a trainer that didn't let me eat carbs after five mm -hmm. and made me run up like seven hills and didn't stop running for literally ages. Um, and then the WKD and the Smirnoff Ices came about house parties and it all went tits up. But uh, it's one of those things where from a very young age, people said shit comments to me. Like horrible ones. And I've dealt with many clients as well. We have dealt with many clients going through weight who have also received yeah. horrible and comments the, from and their family and friends. Yeah, family, friends, husbands, saying crazy things. Crazy shit. Like, stuff where you're like, crazy. where the fuck did that even come Fighting from? Fighting talk. But, you know, sometimes the people that say these things are actually, like, worse off in every in every sense. Like they Mentally, they, yes, yeah. because you're having to try and drag somebody down because of your own insecurities. And those insecurities will never be addressed until personal action 
action is taken and the fact that you're taking personal action really confronts people to be like why can't i pull the trigger why can't i do that why can't i exercise why can't i eat a nutritious diet and so on and so forth yeah and i think you know and it just really makes people people feel sure yeah and and then that's when they're like okay this is the time to trample on you and we go back to social media like if you upload something that's perfect now life is not perfect anyway Mm. perfect somebody's going to try and find a flaw you know because people feel threatened when you up potentially upload something that they want or that you have or you are Mm. people are going to be like Mm, red flags do you know what I mean yeah. how can I bring this person down either in my head or in a comment or in an opinion or you know opinion or... and it shines through everywhere like yeah. legitimately everywhere. so I think you know this is obviously quite a biased statement but if in if you're in that point of having uh, going through a personal journey then hiring a coach or somebody that actually does care about that's your one thing personal... is that like seeking gratification from external sources don't get that mixed up from somebody that you have hired to help you, you know, because that is probably, forget the knowledge that we have Mm. on exercise, nutrition and mental health and all of this stuff, you know, if we didn't support you, it's just irrelevant because it's like just reading a book and then just reading the book and never actioning it. Let's give you, for for those who don't work in the industry, give you a, 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 a real life example. A client will come in, and achieve a personal best in some form or, you know, a lift or a range of motion or some form of personal progression, your trainer will then go and tell all the other trainers who then saw you, everybody is so encouraging in the in the fact that you're making personal progression and things like that. So there are certain people that will bat for you and will clap for you because, you know... we can confidently say that we care pretty much the most more about our clients progress and 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 well-being than the vast majority of the people surrounding yeah and that's also how it should be i don't think that somebody should be paying for a coach who doesn't give them that level of support and if you're not getting that support then you should then then red flags should be going up in my opinion well yeah i think it depends on yeah, your overall de- goal like some people don't sure. seek necessarily having somebody to be accountable to in fact true. they might do really well accountability true. they just might not have the knowledge as to structuring a training program or understanding nutrition yeah. more you I know guess. not everybody's going to want necessarily somebody to hold their sure. hand the way all the way through but there are a majority that do and that's mm. the reason why they do get a coach because they want somebody there like a therapist you know or like anybody that helps you externally you know you've hired because you need mm. it you need their help or their service sure. to a degree and so i do think you know if you are coaching people who are going through massive personal journeys and you're not giving them a level of support that you you think that you should be then you need to start doing that but yeah. on most parts like it's your job as a coach is to coach somebody through something and also be there to not always, you know, wrap you up in cotton wool, but also tell you the direction that you should, you know, not should be going in that is advised to do to help you. Um, But I think in general, um, hiring a coach is obviously there to help you, I guess, build confidence in a number of different ways um, and allow you to, I guess, not constantly seek gratification from others 24 seven. Um, but I do find we're in a world now where like 
Insta- it's, it's just all not going to. I don't think it's going to change, but no. I think that those that do constantly share or constantly want to upload their lives and stuff are aware of what people actually, you know, as we said, toxic positivity, you know. Yeah, and the fact that it's just not real life, though. There's filters, there's lighting, there's, you know. Not even that. We've known. Commentary-wise, we've known, we have known people who have, who have genuinely said, and this is what I mean, we have <laughs> dealt with a few, um, where people have walked in oh my God, babe, you're stunning. Like, you are beautiful. Oh my God, you look amazing. And this is like in a face-to-face yeah, situation. straight to the person. Comments face. on the Instagram. Oh my God, you're beautiful. What a body you've got on you. And behind their back, they're like, she a is a fucking bitch. You know what yeah. I mean? And you're like, okay, cool. So the flames and the heart eyes and yeah. the photo and yeah. the babes and the this and the that. You look stunning. You look stunning. You're it's amazing. all fucking fake. Yeah. So why even bother? Because it's... you all want gratification on your own what right yeah you want to come across like you're a nice person everybody's patting each other on the back but each uh, with one hand there's a pat and the other hand there's a dagger yeah that's you know and that's and that's the thing is it's sometimes getting external gratification from people it's just such a throwaway comment for some people oh my gosh yeah like and like this is the thing and this is your your kind of defining your whole life and things waiting for people just to throw away these empty comments that they don't actually mean yeah and like you do upload things on social media because you want people to see them it's like like we know we, for a fact ingrained now for a fact 100 percent legit know people that will post things on their social media, blue ticks and all that oh yeah and then have other people in a whatsapp group saying I have posted, please can you then go and comment? And then everybody then goes and comments on the, on the blue tick. Oh my gosh. So that all the, the algorithm then feeds into each other, all commenting heart eyes and emojis on it. But then when you get them in a room or one, one goes to the toilet whilst you're training two people together, then the daggers come out. Then it's yeah, this and, person's but it reminds nasty. Me of school. This person's this. I this don't think you really that. had it because you went to an all boys school. But no, like... we did, we did, but it was only the first like three years whilst everybody kind of fi- figures out the hierarchy of. Mm, definitely wasn't the first three no, years for yeah, me. Jesus Christ! You know, but it, it was always fuck. I mean, I think. From the get go, there was like, always people always... being nasty and people calling it like my my nickname at high school was Fugly, which is short for fucking ugly. So okay, right, Mark. Let's do you not know what I mean? Like, let's, that's as far as I got for the yeah, first. Yeah, but your mum also used to call you Bubbles. Exactly, not exactly the hottest. Like when anybody look. described, I used to get described as this. Very pretty face, bubbly personality. What a large yeah, soft well, bubbly personality doesn't mean my anything mother would other scream go bubble in front <laughs> of all you know, you're 16, 18 years old, in front of like 30 <laughs> other half grown men. Oh you know? god, I was doing other things at 16, 18 and being shouted at by my <laughs> mum calling bubble. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, like it is one of those things though where to comments fake it, it is not everything just... like if you're if you're on social media and you literally only have like a very small group and it's like your friends and your family that are all very supportive or they want to see stuff like kind of like what facebook is like like yeah. oh wow do you know what i mean hi susan how are you you know what i mean that kind of conversation rather than the sort of like heart flames and you're so hot and all of that stuff yeah. 
I th- I think like that's fine. Like if you've got like people that are just generally like a really nice group of people around you. Yeah. But on the larger scale of things, and if like, you've got people that do actually support you through your personal journey, like, then hold you on need to, them to because fuck, they're rare. You need to take um take a double take and and show some gratification and appreciation towards those people. But that, I think overall, you know. Don't think that like by uploading your life or your progress and stuff like that to stuff like social media or telling the world and stuff that people one are actually really going to give a fuck uh, or two going to really support you. And this is the sad reality is the fact that nine out of ten times they won't because there's some kind of past uh, ingrained history in their mm. own brains or men, you know mental capacity to like actually willingly see somebody else do well and I think with stuff like social media you know that's where like people were like oh god like what's trolling do you know what I mean you know people can be so nasty when yeah. they want what you have and it's not necessarily in and that's not even like financial terms i'm talking every term like yeah it could be anything people will go out of their way to find those things and those flaws to make sure that in their brains you are not you're below them you are below them when it's just again it comes down to the individual it doesn't come down to you and the progress you've made and it's the same when family or friends ever make Mm. remarks about what you look like or how you behave and stuff you know yes you do need to give a fuck about like what you say um sure. in the world there's so many people that say and i'm i would say this is one th- biggest statement i would never actually agree with is people who say oh don't care about what others think about you i'm like well i do care because i also we run a business you know if people didn't want to you know what i mean didn't have a good yeah, vibe about me then like that's gonna us, fuck my business would, up yeah, yeah like so i do get i do care what people think about us because we have a business to uphold yes. and i'm not going to go and run fucking wild you know what i mean go and post it to everybody and then expect that like things wouldn't be affected by that yes. it would yeah. so those that say just don't give a fuck about what people think also need to think about the situations of what they in, the individuals are living yeah, yeah. the nuanced uh, situation that you're in could be could it's very, be slightly it's, different you know for example like an influencer saying oh just don't give a fuck what people think about you it's really easy because they've got their own crowd they yeah. earn money off of like yeah, a fucking t-shirt would, link and if they the like, brands drop them then they would care so yeah because that's happened a lot recently and going off of yeah. episode whatever we spoke about where I said I was against cancel culture I'm against it only for the... I mean, look, if you've murdered people and been, like, inherently, like, awful, then yeah, no. but that You know, don't say that, Mark, on I'm the podcast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean, Peter. <laughs> like, it, um, no, there's many a things, like, racist remarks or yeah, stuff like that where people, you know, are they still that person? I don't know. I don't know them. But, like, you know, there are things to say that, you know, how can somebody have changed their mindset when they were so horrible or negative about something now i don't know but i do i do i don't think you're always who you used to you know you are and i think Mm. you're but if you post shit online maybe you are maybe you should be held accountable to what you've done like but then again i don't think anybody thought internet was going to get as insane as it has which is like if you want a tweet from back in 2007 Mm. it's going to be found this is the one benefit of growing up in zimbabwe we had minimal technology 
Yeah, I'm actually so glad I wasn't brought up in the generation yeah, that's being brought up now. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, it's hard. I couldn't even imagine. 24-7, I could, uh, yeah, like being bullied via like social media or stuff like that would be Yeah, because I was bullied very intense. badly at school and... And I think that if that was brought you know, in, if like the, cyber stuff was brought in, like luckily we only had stuff like MSN. How, how the feelings that we, the feelings that we feel when people say horrible things to us on social media. Okay, well we've said nobody really. Says no, but that. I'm just nobody saying knows. we're grown. We're grown up, is, but is not nobody a, really not knows a teenager. who we are. Yeah, so as but, I said from the other episode. People are commenting on probably the information because it didn't work for them or they don't think that it's right. And that's that sort of right and wrong thing. Mm. You know, there is always that. No, I that. appreciate that. But what I'm, my point is, is like we're grown adults and I can only imagine what it would be like to be very young. You know what I mean? To have that type of... I think you bring the behaviour that you show, do you know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you know, when we received our highest amount of... Um, I guess, negativity when it was in the midst of COVID and people were literally stuck to their phones. It was insane, mm. the growth of our business throughout that. Like, you mm. know, because people legitimately were stuck to their phone. Yeah, they didn't have anything else indoors, to do. They were seeking yeah. things from other people to do things, you know. And that's when people were really going in at us. I was just like, <laughs> for fuck's sake, do you know what I mean? Like, really, like, we don't need these. But because we've got yeah, time... raging about... 0.1 gram of creatine <laughs> per body weight or something like that. Call this evidence-based, yeah, lol. Like, yeah. literally, it's like... <laughs> capital letters. Screaming. Anybody screaming. that's fucking types in capitals, <laughs> assess yourself, like, honestly. Like, no, actually, it's I spell in capitals. And I yeah, so, you know, it's circling back. It's, it is... It can be quite testing when you're trying to go through positive changes and people around you and your support don't necessarily see how important it is to you or generally get on board with you know the habits and things that you need to change and sometimes you just need to communicate how important your goals are to you so uh, that yeah. people like your husband or your boyfriend and stuff can can support you or your wife can support partner you could, yeah. any partner could just support you in life yeah, like going yeah. but but i look you know, people, everybody's got different relationships, you know, yeah, some people don't true. spend that much time together, some people don't really know what's going on, you know, so there is a lot of anomalies in situations where it's never really necessarily going to apply to you, but, you know, siblings or whatever, like, you know, everybody's got them to some degree or another, um, you know, you, you want that circle around you to be closest, but going off of, I guess, the overall point of the podcast, what we were going to speak about, which we've gone quite around in circles today can i just interrupt you and ask you a question quickly um when you underwent uh all your weight loss how did you like stay motivated with your own kind of like self appreciation because i liked the way i looked was to it be quite just, honest with okay. you i think it looked in the sense of that's also talking mentally and physically like I obviously was incredibly unhealthy. I had a number of different addictions. Did you say, would you say that you felt unhealthy? Uh, yeah, like, okay. fuck, I must have, I, not only did I, I used to eat a lot, but I never used to eat around people. That's one of the biggest things that I would say I see in a lot of very overweight people that we've dealt with at the start is that people don't really eat that much around others but they'll eat in secret because it's that thing where it's like you're kind of ashamed and as I said going back to the point especially if you've been around others in your 
not support circle, but your family or whatever, mm. which or friend group, which are not overweight or yeah. anything like that. Like they don't understand eating to grotesque in grotesque binge terms or doing things that is too extreme around others. You're always fearing that somebody's then going to like reiterate that comment they've made, which is like you're like she's overweight or she's not you know what I mean mm, or she eats mm, too much mm, or what's mm. she doing like you know yeah. and and I think actually when you stop that or you have control over it I think it's different for everybody so um, during your entire process how many people were like actively supportive towards your goals um <laughs> apart from me Obviously. Okay, number one, you literally came in legit right at the end. So I'm not even going to count you as one. Sorry, there we go. That's one thing. That's an argument for later. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, um, I wouldn't say many. You'd say um, zero. Yeah, I mean, I probably people want it. I know some people will be listening to this. So I don't, yeah, minimal to be quite honest with you. Yeah. If not. Like one or two, basically. Yeah, if not below that. Okay, zero. The answer's zero. <laughs> how I felt, yeah. I think then we could... Yeah, how I felt at the time, I felt like I had minimal... Support. Support for a men, like, ch- like yeah. a challenging thing that I went through. But then again, I did it because I got to the verge of like, fucking do it. Or you're either going to have type 2 diabetes or you're sure. probably going to have an early fucking death because the way that you go about mm. things is mm. just extreme. Mm. So it was like, either do that, do you value life enough? Do you know what I mean? Or... And at the time, I probably didn't really value my life that much. To be quite honest no, with you, that's why you generally, when you're younger, you have a very different outlook on life, though. Yeah, you, well, obviously, when you're younger, you you don't really know much. You think you know a lot, but you don't really know much. But like, you know, you start to learn. <laughs> no, I, like, I oh think God, I think we're generally were, right? getting to the point where we, nobody really knows what's going on. So. Well, what do you mean? Just in life in general. Nobody knows. No, I'll be interested. Anyone listening, do you know what's going on in your through. life? Like, yeah. literally, do you know what the next five years will hold? We're no. All failing forward. Oh my God, do you know what I mean? That is the most negative no, thing. No, it's not. Failing forward. No, it is. That is really fucking. That's, that's toxic positivity that's, right there. <laughs> that is negative. That is really negative. I think we're all doing really well to be dealing with the situations that we have done worldwide for the past however many fucking years. And we've got no idea how long this malarkey is going to be going on for, you know. So my best advice is if you're going through a personal journey, you want a supportive environment around you, obviously. It's not always going to be the case, but you've also got to narrow mm. it down as to your purpose I mean, and your yeah. why. In this Best situation. case scenario is you've got somebody that's going to help you and appreciates what you're trying to do. And, and if from you're going our on social media to upload a photo and you've got no other thoughts around it, and it's just me on holiday or me having a good time and that's great. Mm. But if you're going on social media to upload the fact that you need somebody to tell you well done, just remember... Or you remember, look a certain way... None of it's really coming from it's the a heart. It can be a throwaway comment, which is which sometimes you know don't get don't you know as we said compliments are lovely, but there is a level where you shouldn't be seeking for those compliments all the time because when and if and it will you know for example if you do a hot, huge weight loss journey it's going to stop at some fucking point. Do you know what I mean and that's when you're sat there, sat there going, okay, why is nobody saying well done to me now? I need to yeah. do something else to make sure that people know yeah. that I am still, to doing a degree, X. doing something. Mm. That is the mentality that you need to forget about because at the end of the day, there are minimal people yeah. 
that will take your care and well, you know, your well-being into actual. Play. We also get, we also tend to get uh, caught up with all the negatives as well. We really focus in on the negatives. Like mm. we'll have people do their weekly check-in forms where. 99% of their week has been absolutely amazing and the vast majority of, of the the attention is brought upon neg- the negative things where in reality there should be some level of uh, 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 congratula- yeah. self-congratulations, a pat on the back for, for literally getting 99%, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I think everybody always strives for, as we said, for people will find a flaw in everything because, yeah. like, God forbid somebody could actually have a really good week, you know. And actually, you know, as we said, like, you, this has all changed a lot in in mm. a matter of a few years and it's getting progressively... More apparent. Yeah, as the years and the months and the weeks mm. literally go by that, like you know the use of stuff where uh, that we are constantly in contact with people and all of this is becoming you know it's just too much so like don't expect that you're going to be receiving mm. or seeking you know you don't go on to places like the internet to get gratification because even if you do get it and somebody says wow you look amazing you yeah. know it's not bringing anything to you like it's just the small dopamine hit and then it's and that's, and then it. that's it and then you're going to carry on going on seeking every time you make some kind of progress yeah. in your life and we shouldn't need to do that just to like no. get by like georgia always says uh self-progression and getting in shape and being healthy and living a healthy life is is not it's not like something that you should implement into your life it's a way of life it's a way of life and and but you shouldn't be rewarded for getting healthy do you know what i mean like yeah, that is well, this the reward is, okay this that is, is the something reward. That we're Getting have to talk in about. shape and improving your quality of life is the reward. You don't need. You don't need to be monocoded and get a participation award and a gold star. This is this is stuff that we have actually written for another podcast. Yeah. But as a brief summary to kind of end it, you know, there are a lot of people in our health and wellness industry who are either going back to the pinnacle at the top of the top. Um, or feel that if their their business won't grow without them potentially giving a large reward at the end of something that somebody purchases. Yeah. So those financial rewards for challenges or people, it's lovely. Of course, people yeah. want 10,000 US dollars, 5,000 US dollars. Fuck, who doesn't? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it's that also that thing where it's like you're only doing this for your health to get that financial reward. And actually, the, the biggest reward is your health. It's not yeah. fucking the five grand in your bank yeah, your account. Your mental and physical health is, is, is the reward. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, you can make some fantastic change being motivated by something. Exactly. And a lot of people are motivated by financial reward. Yeah. I think to a certain degree, you know, if, you enjoy, you, if you're working, like we all kind of have to be slightly motivated by money. Otherwise... Yeah. Nobody, Why, yeah, we would most, go to work yeah. most of the time, you know. So yeah. there is those things, but in terms of your health, like don't see it as oh, I'm going to do it because I'm going to get that money or I have potential. Or you to get feel that like money. you uh, you can only pull the trigger on on self care habits money. because there is a carrot dangling in front of your face. Because at the end of the day, like that's not going to get you the long term. That's going to get you the short term, and you probably won't even win it anyway. Sorry, it's like the lottery. Yeah, you know, you've really got to try. But anyway, that's for the next conversation. Oh, yeah. um, we're going to be delving deep into some topics um, in the coming ones, stuff like uh, menopause, menstrual cycles, goal setting, 
supplementation, big one, um, and just overall lifestyle habits stuff. So stay tuned for um, more podcasts coming up and we hope you're enjoying them so far. As we said in the last one, we will be bringing in options for sort of feedback and um, we're going to bring in some cool things as well to This Contains Garlic. So thanks for making it this far in episode four. And um, have a good weekend. Oh, it's not the weekend though, is it, Mark? Well, is it? It is the weekend. <laughs> We're going to be. We'll, we'll, yeah. Anyway, um, we. <laughs> We're filming this. We're recording this on a Sunday, so it is the weekend, but we're going live on Monday. So have a good week. Week. Would be better. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye.